0: Welcome to the Kinetic Picture where we talk about the current releases and latest news in the Hollywood world. I'm your host Christian Gentolia, and with me are my esteemed colleagues. Hey, what up? I'm Star Cat.
1: Hey, uh, I'm Dominic. And I'm Joseph Rosenberger.
0: And our fourth member Joshua Evangelista will be joining us in the next month. Anyways, this week we're preparing for the release of Blade Runner 2049 starring Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling. And directed by Denny Villeneuve. To celebrate that, we all watched the final cut of the original Blade Runner. What you guys think?
1: Terrible.
2: That really? That, wow. <laughs> Why? Why? Because it was really, really boring, and because Lame. it took it took a <laughs> it took a really long time for for them to like transition in between, um, like in scenes. Like for for example, uh, when Dexter. Deckard. 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 Deckard uh, went and tried to kill the, the last two um, replicants. replicants. Uh, it took so long for him to walk and and try to find the girl. You know, I,
3: I like Blade Runner. I mean, I think it's a good movie,
2: but like I never enjoy
3: watching it that much because it's so slow. And I agree with you that uh, some parts of it are just unnecessarily slow. I mean, there there's so many shots where they have to like cross the city... And they just show, like, a two- or three-minute clip of them just gliding over the cityscape with, like, random stuff going on in the background. And it almost seems kind of pointless to me.
0: Wait, really? I thought the film was so beautiful, man. Like-
3: I think it's beautiful. I like the atmosphere it creates, but it sort of focuses too much on establishing those visuals rather than having some substance to go along with them. At least that's how
1: I feel. I, I felt that the visuals promote an atmosphere to allow the viewer to become more immersed, which is what um kind of like is like the trade away for the slow pace, the immersion. Like that that's how you it gets you hooked. And I, I think that without the ending I, I think the ending makes the movie for the most part. That final speech. Yeah. The monologue. The beautiful, beautiful monologue. <laughs>
0: Dude when he when when Deckard fell and then the replicant grabbed his hand. I was shook at that moment. I was like, Oh my god,
3: why do you guys think that he spared Deckard?
0: He wants to show that he's human. I, I thought that was the whole point. Yeah, like, what does it mean to be human? I thought that was the whole like
3: that's a good point. That, that's what I thought philosophical
0: aspect, I guess you could say, of this.
3: We wonder that because he knew he was about to die, maybe he figured Deckard should win, maybe he figured Deckard should live on and tell the story because he spent the last five minutes before then talking about how all all his memories will be lost so maybe he thought that in saving Deckard he could sort of preserve his own legacy like a memory of himself maybe
1: yeah he did say his memories would be lost like tears like tears in rain (laughs) rain.
0: (laughs) I mean, I I didn't really, I don't really remember the monologue that well, honestly.
1: Oh my (laughs) gosh, get (laughs) out of here. (laughs) It's a pretty good monologue. Well,
0: like, the the thing that struck with me the most is the fact that he grabbed Decker's hand as he was falling. I thought that action just like that, like, that meant so much more to me than any monologue could do. Mm. It's like, honestly, the whole time, what's the replicant's name? Is it? Uh, It's Roy. Roy Roy? Roy's the one
3: with the white hair and blue
0: eyes. Yeah, Roy. Like, all of his dialogue was like monologues. And I was like. Yeah, it's I mean, a, it's
3: interesting because it shows he has empathy for Deckard, and that's what the entire uh, voight Comp test was based around, like detecting empathetic responses to different things.
0: I feel like there are a lot of humans I wouldn't pass the test anyway, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I, is... I don't think that kind of test is uh, <laughs> useful. Really, it's like a polygraph. Like they don't even allow polygraphs in um in like courtrooms.
2: That's true. I actually didn't really get that scene because. I feel like I, I, maybe it's the atmosphere I was watching it, but I couldn't really understand where his is monologue. I, I feel like the unrealness that when someone falls, he would have that reaction to grab him that fast is kind of like it puts me off the movie and see it as something like don't I see mean, him as human. Keep in mind, he
3: isn't human. He's a replicant. So that, that that's why he grabbed
1: so fast. But Second, like, that's, ju- that's just something that happens in movies. Yeah, like you can grab people off the ledge.
3: <laughs> yeah. it's, about
0: the, it's about the symbolism, man. It's about I'm telling you it's the action that sticks with you.
3: He's not human because he literally reacts like a human being, he just is He's human because like he's empathetic like a human being and decides to save him, not because like it's, it's what's on inside. Yeah, despite like unrealistic reflexes. I mean.
0: Even though, like, <laughs> I knew Harrison Ford was going to be in Blade Runner 2049, I forgot at that moment that
3: <laughs> I actually <he> want- <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wondered at first if he would be in this because uh, one of the prevailing theories is that he is a replicant. So, theoretically, uh, I assumed he might have died by the time uh, the sequel came out if they went that way.
0: I don't like that. I don't Her, like the idea that he's... A- you
1: remember the dream he had with the unicorn? Unicorn. Oh, yes. And then, um... uh, Gaff. Gaff. Um, like the guy who drove him around, the yeah. guy who arrested him in the beginning, he placed a origami unicorn. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was an. Oh,
3: I didn't. That was the very last thing he picked up before the movie ended. Oh, shoot! <laughs> so that sort of implies like he knows
0: uh what, Deckard's, Deckard's memories. True. Oh, memories you know? and
3: dreams and what's in the same going way that on Deckard knew Rachel.
0: Also, oh, that's why like people. Hypothesize that it was Gaff's memories that are implanted in Deckard.
3: Interesting.
0: Oh my god. That's an interesting idea That's to think about. That's crazy. <laughs> eh. <laughs> I don't like. I, I still don't like the fact that. I I feel like it kills like the ending if if Deckard's a replicant.
3: I mean, I, I thought the same. Ridley Scott has said in interviews that he worked on the under the assumption that Deckard was a replicant, hmm. but ironically enough. Harrison Ford acted with the understanding that he was a human. He wanted he wanted to, to, to defy uh, Ridley Scott's expectations for the role. So there's sort of like a creative battle conflict. between the human and replicant theories in the movie, which I find kind of interesting.
0: But then, uh, like, if Ridley Scott wanted the character to be a replicant, wouldn't he have just, like, told Harrison Ford, hey, I want you to treat this as if the character was a replicant, not a human?
3: I, d- I don't know if they ever actually, like, discussed it. Actually.
0: Oh, so this is more like interviews, like post-filming?
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm. It's just what they've said in the years since. What do you guys think? Do you think Deckard is a replicant? I, I think he might be.
1: I, like, he might be, but I don't really want him to be. <laughs> well, and it, I don't, Does it really make sense if he's going to be in 2049 for him to be a replicant? Well, keep in mind, only the
3: Nexus 6, Six models like had a four-year lifespan. Yeah, that's what I thought. And also, in one of the prequel shorts that we watched... Uh, Jared Leto's character mentions that his robots can have any lifespan he wants them to.
0: Yeah. Speaking of prequel shorts, there (laughs) were three prequel shorts that were released in the past month prior to Blade Runner 2049 coming out. The short that you're talking about is Blade Runner 2036? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. That that was was pretty gruesome, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm really happy to see Benedict Wong, the Asian dude, in... Um, the short, because <laughs> yeah, like cool. like he's in so many movies now. He's in like um, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. He was Kublai Khan in um that one mo- that one Netflix show. Margo oh really? Polo. Like he's getting around, man. He's <laughs> <It's> getting around <laughs> as a
1: very small side
2: character.
0: I mean, it's it's better than
2: better than nothing. True. Uh, back to whether Dexter is Deckard. A, Deckard. Deckard, Deckard. <laughs> Deckard <laughs> is a replicant or not? I feel like he isn't because. That that would just mean that in um, the the short film we're mentioning, uh, year 30... six. Twenty thirty six. That means he created that a, a while back. No, that he created Dexter a while back. Deckard. Deck Deckard. Yeah, he. Created- no,
3: no, no. In twenty thirty six, what happens is a new person in charge of a new company starts making replicants again after they were banned about a decade earlier. So he. Uh, so you're right. He's not talking about making deckard if he was a replicant because he started his business after but it's just the idea that replicants can live longer than four years like we know it's possible okay it's just what i was
1: pointing out what did you guys think of the shorts i do We want to start an order of like time frame
3: yeah okay so for those who don't know uh the first short is takes place in 2022 it's an anime short directed by uh shinichiro watanabe who also made cowboy bebop in the animatrix and then there's also 2036 and 2048, which are both directed by Luke Scott, who you might know for directing the prequel films for Alien Covenant and Prometheus. I guess we'll start off with the 2022 one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the voice acting was pretty bad. You think so? I thought it was horrible, dude. It felt like it felt like watching a Japanese anime being dubbed in English.
3: I I I, yeah, I thought agree. the same what thing. You mean.
0: Like. Like, the visuals were amazing. The visuals like, were amazing. Trixie, like, jumping around and, like, kicking and doing oh, yeah. all that stuff. I was like, wow! <laughs> and then the, um, the battlefield, that, like, flashback in the middle of the scene.
1: That like, was interesting.
3: I yeah. like
0: that.
1: I thought it was the only one of the three shorts that could stand on its own, for the most part.
3: Yeah, the other two yeah. sort of just felt like deleted scenes from the, yeah, the new exactly. movie coming out. They don't really, they don't really do anything but establish a few very basic points of information about the world and how it's evolved. I mm-hmm. feel
2: like um, it being a anime. Would what, what, what you guys call it an anime? Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah it's absolutely. Anime. <clears throat> that it it brings kind of like a, a new light to it, the w- a, a different feel to it. Because I feel like that the original the movie was really dark. I mean, for for this anime, I feel like the colors are a lot vibrant, vibrant, yeah. So, um, it, it doesn't have that dark feeling. Um, obviously, <clears throat> the the story parts of it, uh, the plot line, was um, somewhat, uh, I guess, dark or uh, ominous. Ominous. Ominous, yeah. So, I feel like it, it just brings a, a different perspective to it.
3: Yeah, uh, I feel like, for the most part, the aesthetic was pretty similar to the original film. But I think, from what I've seen from these shorts, as well as the actual trailers... I think the aesthetic is going in a more, like, brighter direction.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Seems almost kind of like like with the ruined cities and stuff. It seems almost kind of post-apocalyptic. Yeah, and which, it, which makes sense with the whole blackout
0: thing. Exactly. What do you guys think of the blackout thing? Like, they keep referencing that in like the shorts, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna mention it in no, the that, movie. No, that that was
1: the plot of the first short.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So.
3: So basically, some of the replicants, and I think like a rebel group yeah they yeah. they or they arrange a worldwide EMP that uh, knocks out electronics and they delete all the records of replicants from the past and that causes the government to ban replicants until 10 years later Gerolito's character Wallace. starts a new yeah Wallace starts a new company building them again and so we're gonna see we're probably gonna see some of those replicants in this movie
0: I mean we are gonna see yeah like um, Dave Batista's character Yes. Is, uh, his name is what's his name? I'm not
3: sure what his name
1: was. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter.
3: <laughs> but uh
0: but but yeah. Actually I liked his short. Yeah. Twenty I, uh twenty forty eight. Yeah, I like that one. Oh, his name is Sapper Morton. I don't know, like that beginning where um you had like that internal flashback of twenty forty eight where he was like about to like burst. I I don't know. I feel very. I feel like I'm gonna sympathize with this guy, but then he's gonna get killed off early in the movie. Because, I, I feel like that'll happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause like a, a lot of a lot of Batistas is felt like in um Spectre, he was like in the movie for three minutes and he gets killed off.
3: Oh, was he blowfield? I think I haven't seen Spectre. Oh I'm yeah. Not, I don't even remember Spectre. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: wasn't worth remembering anyway. I mean,
3: I like Dave Batista in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he's, he's probably the funniest character on the team definitely
0: i know batista has been trying to like get more dramatic roles because he doesn't want to be typecasted as either like the big strong guy or like the funny good big oh, yeah. strong guy he's awesome yeah
2: I'm all for it for the for the three films i feel like they wanted to move um uh, like we we said that the uh, the short films that they moved the film um 2049, Twenty forty nine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, to a new light, and so it's a lot brighter. But I feel like they they want to market it as something, um, maybe not as um, more action packed, uh, more yeah, action packed, and not very, very slow s- pace, m- very slow pace. Yeah. I yeah. see what
1: you mean. I agree that I think they're gonna try to like gain as much attention as possible. But knowing the director and knowing yeah. the cinematographer. Yes. It's going to be very (laughs) slow-paced, because Denis uh, Villanue, Villanue, the director, is teaming up with um, Roger Deakins, Deakins, the cinematographer,
3: and together... Keep in mind, they both collabed together on Arrival, and
1: I think several of his other films.
0: Oh, really? Deakins did Arrival? Yeah, Yeah, I I think so. He did Arrival
1: and Sicario, which are both very slow-paced.
0: And um, Villanue directed Prisoners, which, oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) That is such a good movie.
3: At the but very...
0: again it's slow pace as well.
3: So that's good then like he might preserve the whole the aesthetic and the the, the pacing feeling. I think. Definitely. I'm hoping he'll make it more exciting for the audience.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think he will, but it's going to preserve some of some of the roots. Mhm. For sure.
3: Cuz I really felt like having seen Blade Runner before, uh watching it today like knowing what was going to happen, I just I just yeah, couldn't get yeah. myself
1: really invested in it. I agree. Like First time I watched it I was so immersed. Oh yeah. Second time was Well actually, hold up. Like, the I first time I good. watched it was like one of the first movies I saw when I was getting into film mm-hmm. and like as a pleb I thought it was lame. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a few months later I watched it again and thought I I thought it was incredible. Did and you
0: watch t- the um the final cut or yes. the director's cut? Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, keep We all watched the final cut by the way,
3: which is the most highly preferred cut out of all the numerous cuts that have come out
2: have you guys seen the director's cut
3: i have not but i know that the director ridley scott actually disowned it (laughs) (laughs) which i think is pretty funny i think i think that cut might be the one where they got harrison ford back in order to do voiceover Imagine the movie was voiceover.
0: Yeah, actually, I saw a scene where um, Harrison Ford did a vo- did like one of the scenes where he did do the voiceover. It was like during um, the beginning where he meets the uh, the police chief. He
3: sounds so bored. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's It's the laziest it's the laziest voiceover ever.
1: <laughs> he was not happy. You could tell.
0: <laughs> do you think that we might be overhyping Twenty Forty Nine too much? I feel like
1: I I I forgot that the movie was coming out this week so so, so no i definitely am not overhyping it
0: like i watched the trailer without like today was the first time i watched the movie Mm -hmm. but like watching the trailers i was so impressed i guess you could say Mm -hmm. and how like how the obviously the visuals are going to be like top notch the top yeah
1: deacons is the bomb
0: (laughs) but i think like you also have like the dynamic between ryan gosling and harrison ford Oh. oh my gosh!
3: They're both very kind of straight-faced actors. Yeah, like I feel like they don't really have a lot of range. No offense to them. Like oh, I, still, really? I still like them both. I feel like both of their characters are usually just kind of like definitely like say say things straight face, kind of just <laughs> generic leading man kind of role.
1: I, I completely
0: agree. Wait, like not that you...
3: that's bad. Like I'm still looking forward to this. Yeah,
0: but how do you mean?
3: Especially Ryan Gosling. All his roles just feel like they're the same person.
1: Yeah, I just rewatched La La Land last night. Love La La Land. I love La La Land. Like, I can confirm.
2: I've never seen it. Lame,
1: lame. You don't like musicals,
3: though. No, I probably hate it. Oh, you're missing out.
1: Well, yeah, I've only seen Ryan Gosling in La La Land and The Nice Guys, I think. You haven't seen Drive? Oh, yeah, I have not seen Drive. Oh, it's pretty good. But, like, in both of those roles, they're pretty much the same. The nice guys, he's like more humorous and more like clumsy. Oh, really? Yeah, that would be fun. I'd like to see him do that. Yeah, that's a fun movie. (laughs) I recommend it.
2: Yeah, for for the movie, I didn't get under. I didn't understand. Like, I guess it's for the aesthetics, but there was like there was advertisement of for wives or something like that. Is that the for for Coca-Cola? Well, there's a in the movie. Yeah, there's a Coca-Cola one, but. Uh, oh, with it, the asian chick oh yeah, yeah there's like
1: an asian woman yeah that, that, i think it was advertising some sort of pill because like she puts something oh, on yeah, her yeah. tongue and then oh swallowed okay
0: it. well yeah that maybe was, it was like a,
1: maybe it was a coca-cola pill <laughs>
0: <laughs> those yeah that was in the anime short too um oh yeah yeah, yeah. when the blackout happens they have like one of the last I images saw is uh, her putting the thing in her mouth as well.
3: Oh, I thought it was really funny. In the trailer for the new movie, you can see a giant building with the Atari logo plastered on the front in like big <laughs> neon lights.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw that.
3: <laughs> I can't remember if there are any Atari advertisements in the no, original movie. No, there was. There was. There was. There I was. Saw it, yeah. 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 That see, that's kind of sad because this the original came out in 1982, and then the video game crash happened in '83, which is when uh, Atari like
2: uh, kind of uh, failed
3: as a company and got bought out. Oh.
2: <laughs> hey, do you know who's it bought by? Uh,
3: I have no idea. Okay, I think it's I think it's bought by Infogrames, like that one video game company. I don't know, but point is, I think I think it's it's just confirming that this is like an alternate reality, one where like the eighties never stopped. I guess. <laughs>
1: no, that makes sense.
0: Um, what do you guys think about like the replicants wanting to fit into society? Like, do you think? they should be treated as humans?
1: I don't see why not.
0: Because, oh, well, okay. I'll well, play I d-
1: think the question is, how do you really know what's going on inside their minds? Mm. I think that's like the philosophical question that is most dwelled on in the movie is how can you know what goes on in someone else's mind? Right. And how can, And how can you know what goes on in your mind?
0: That's true. I mean, the test was supposed to do that, but again, I don't think it works. <laughs> I don't know. Like... For me, I, I'd be okay with integrating replicants into society, but then I would always have the thought in the back of my mind that they aren't actually human. Right? Like they might have like the same emotions or like they can feel pain or whatever. But <laughs> in the end, they were they were made
3: right. Yeah, I really like to see this new movie explore more aspects of like a human uh, replicant like interaction because I feel like in this it was just that the replicants were trying to preserve themselves. And they were just so focused on hunting down someone that could help them that we really didn't get to see a lot of interaction besides with like Rachel and uh, Deckard. Oh,
1: what? there was also um the man who was aging. Himself. Oh yeah, and Pris. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm. yeah. I feel like the problem with um, like in implementing AI or anything like that is that. Um, what if they got together and decided, Hey, we're a better race and we can create our own selves. Then what's the point of having humans? Well, also, I don't, I
1: don't think that's like the question this yeah, movie's yeah. focusing on. That's more of the matrix or that's the plot of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, I, I think this is more uh, like, there is even a quote, um, from Descartes, uh, uh oh, famous oh, yeah. philosopher. I think therefore I am. Oh yeah, that was
0: mentioned. That was said in the movie too. Yeah, it was yeah. said by
1: one of the replicants, mm-hmm. and I think that's like the core of the movie right there.
0: So, do you think that replicants think? Because I mean, it was said that they're implanted with these memories. They're I, not. They're not. Their. Own, they don't own those memories. They were.
3: I mean, my understanding is that they're pretty much human, except for some like slight advancements, like super strength and stuff like that. But the memory thing was just because they only had a four-year lifespan, and the idea was to, like, jumpstart an emotional development in them by providing them with, like, memories of extra years of life that they wouldn't be able to have otherwise. Because otherwise, they they said that they would just age uh four years, and they wouldn't develop, uh, like, human emotions by that time.
2: Yeah, um, the movie reminded me a lot about uh, Westworld. I'm pretty sure Westworld yes. was very really inspired yes, by it. Yes. And uh, one of the the scenes, spoiler, if anyone hasn't seen it yet. Uh, no wait, wait,
1: spoiler <laughs> for what? The uh, movie or the show? The show. Okay, I haven't oh God, seen the show yet. I haven't seen
2: the show yet either. <laughs> well, in one of the scenes, um, uh, what was that like? Uh, fa- uh that African American lady. Uh, I don't remember her name. Uh, well, yeah, but, uh, she was like an AI, and. Uh, they basically program her in order to to say and do what she she is supposed to do. Right. But in the end, uh, she could have left the place, but she decided to uh, go back to Westworld. And by going back to Westworld, um, it, to save her child. To save her theoretically. child. Theoretically. Theoretically. So uh, does that uh, <laughs> does that mean that she? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that moment from the show because that's what I want.
3: I-, I like philosophical quandaries like that. I really like to see something like that in the new Blade Runner movie where, so- where somebody is presented with an ultimatum of that caliber or something like it and they have to make like an emotional decision.
2: Yeah, when I was talking about it, Christian and and Joseph were covering it, is it their safe ears. safe to, to come back.
0: Are we spoiler free now? Yeah, you're safe, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things that I liked also about the about the OG Blade Runner was the fact, like, the development of Deckard over the movie. Like, I mean, the beginning he was like known as just being able to kill replicants and figuring who they were so right. easily. But then he ends up running off with one as well. Yeah. Yo, are we gonna see Rachel? No, we're no, not. no, no, she no. She dies.
3: I looked in the I looked in the IMDb credits and she's not listed for the movie. But then again, that doesn't
0: Spoilers. really rule out anything. Oh my, I want to see a scene with her. They deserve like some kind of resolution.
2: <laughs> I swear. <laughs> w- what does what, what does OG mean?
1: Original. Original. Ah, <laughs> oh. Christian. I think it's funny that you said you thought um, Deckard was very well developed because I. Yeah,
0: okay, I, 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 I thought you know, that was, I mean like not well developed but like his um, his arc his arc was yeah that's what
1: i'm i, yeah. I, I that's a good point I, I don't really agree with that so much um oh, really? most, I think... mostly uh, going back to what dominic said earlier that like the one of the best ways to explore a philosophical question is through giving a character a choice yeah is that what you're saying yeah that like in the same way giving a character a choice to make defines that character Exactly. Like, this, the decisions you make define who you are, and there weren't really any decisions made by Deckard. Except
3: Other than for like, just to, like, not kill Rachel. Yeah.
1: And come back for her and save her, I guess.
0: I mean, I thought that decision was significant in and of itself because... It, it was.
1: It was. It was just one thing, though.
0: Yeah, I, I really would have
3: liked
2: to see something more. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like... I'm not sure. Two-part to of the movie I really didn't understand is why, why Decker. I finally got the name right. Uh, <laughs> why Decker uh, why was he forced back into killing replicants? I think I think
3: he was sort of like hired as needed. So when whenever when they got like a new batch of replicants that had escaped and gotten to Earth, he was called in. Mm-hmm. Also, and he tried to uh, quit. Like he, he tried to quit, he said that in the office mm-hmm. with a person, his boss.
1: But then he's like no you have to do this. But, but the boss said that Deckard was the best there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like these particular replicants were on a rampage. Who better to hunt down replicants than a replicant? I, Food for
3: no, thought.
0: Stop.
4: <laughs>
3: no, stop. No. He's not a replicant. I think I think he might be. You are what you eat. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow, I didn't realize he
2: he was eating these people but uh uh, that's kind of uh, dark uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, so <laughs> anyways um, it, it, when we talk about that one other scene was really strange was why did the girl stay after she wanted to leave it, it was just kind of weird scene to me and I feel like what scene are you talking um, about when um, you mean you mean
3: how like she realized she was a replicant why didn't she just run away is that what you're saying
2: yeah yeah from, from Decker
3: yeah. I, oh, from oh. Are you talking about when she tried to leave Deckard's room? Yeah. Okay, that scene was a little. Uh, uh, yeah. Because uh, he kind see what what he does is uh, Rachel tries to escape and Deckard sort of grabs her and pulls her back in and he's like, "Kiss me." A little creepy. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: 1970 I, I read cinema it, for you.
1: I read it in two different ways. One of them is like more of an optimistic way. <laughs> the, the other way was like. Like he knew she wanted to, and no, he was no. just like the one way to read it was like how it was shown, like it was creepy, <laughs> like for sure. But like in the was. back of my mind, I was also thinking he. So he knows that she's a replicant. Um, maybe he is. Actually, no, never mind. Well, well I guess
3: I, they kiss before that. Like they kissed and then she tries to leave. So maybe he was like, "Oh, she thinks that because she's a replicant, that I won't love her back." So Wait. maybe it's like that, like he, he pulls her in like,
1: you can kiss me, like that. Well, I was thinking more along the lines of him trying to give Rachel feeling. Because mm. mm. she hasn't had real, technically Emotion. she hasn't had anything real if she her whole life is just false memories. That's true. That's like kind of what I was thinking, <laughs> but I don't think it's correct. Her
2: name is Rachel? Yes. yes. So yes. when uh, Rachel put her hair down it's obviously a symbol of like freedom sexuality thing right yes 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 yes, Yes. yes. that's when i knew oh yeah he she kind of lets her guard down yeah um but with that part it felt a little weird that she decided oh i'm gonna leave kind of thing that was just (laughs) a strange part for me
0: do you guys want to talk about like the influence this movie has had One thing I noticed while researching about the anime short, Blade Runner 2022, Mm -hmm. was that uh, Watanabe, he got a bunch of different animation studios. Hmm. He got like, right, well, the three main ones I'm looking at are White Fox, PA Works, and Gainax. So Gainax uh, did the artwork for Evangelion. Oh, wow. Yeah, sci-fi anime. PA Works did this anime called Angel Beats, which is... Somewhat, not really, kind of sci fi <laughs> And then White Fox did this other anime called Steinsgate, which is another... it's Time a very, travel anime, I think. Yeah, it's a time travel anime, and it's a very slow buildup as well. Hmm. So I think, like, I mean, this is just for a broader umbrella, I guess. But the fact that, like, these studios, which seem to have been influenced by the, the original Blade Runner, were able to do an anime short in anticipation of the sequel. I, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah,
3: yeah, I've seen a few animes that I think were really inspired by Blade Runner, especially Ghost the, the Ghost show. in the Shell. Ghost show. in the <laughs> Shell, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. And also Akira, to Akira. Extent, which actually takes place in the same year.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, 2019. 2019. Dang. People have said that Ghost in the Shell actually does a better job of Tackling the what is does it mean to be human aspect better than Blade Runner. I, I haven't Maybe. seen the
1: I haven't seen the anime one, mm-hmm. but the film one. Yeah, no, goes. no,
0: the film. I was talking about the film one as well.
1: Oh, the film one? No,
0: I, I I've only seen the original anime movie. Yeah. I, oh, I, I was just referring to the original anime movie when people are saying that Ghost in the Shell does it better.
1: Well, I, I, the the anime one might, but I haven't seen it. But
0: oh, did you the, think
1: the live action one
3: uh, had a similar aesthetic to Blade Runner though?
0: yes yes but yeah. it wasn't
1: as dark mm, yeah yeah
0: actually are you For saying dark part. relative to the original blade runner or relative to 2049
1: uh to the original
0: to the original because mm. honestly i feel like the live action ghost in the show kind of looks similar to the 2049 it
1: looks similar mm. but it doesn't have the noir feel
0: the noir feel i like that i I like that i like aspect too. Mixing sci-fi with noir. That was like, really that cool. was really cool.
3: Especially with the noir lighting, like the, yeah, the really dark shadows, the high contrast. You know,
0: you know what I was like noticing, like. Every scene had moving lights. Do you know, like, yeah. you know how hard it is to like light a scene with like stationary lights, and then you have it's lighting hard. and yeah. keeping a character lit up the whole entire time? Because these we scenes to. were like, or like these shots would be like twenty to thirty seconds long. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the fact that they were able to, oh my gosh, we have so to,
1: much work. We have to do that this weekend. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. All
2: right. Yeah. For, for those who don't know that uh, we're part of a club. Dreamwave, uh, Dreamwave productions. productions and we're just, uh, we want to be, we're, we're filming a, like a noir lighting film. Um, it's like pretty suspenseful and dark. Anyways, let's go back to the film. <laughs> Do
0: you guys think that this movie will get any Oscars? Uh, what, the, uh, One upcoming? 2049.
3: I don't think it'll get any acting or directing or anything. Really?
0: Not even a directing nod?
3: I mean, I haven't really, I really haven't heard much critical response yet, but I just don't imagine it will.
0: A lot of reviews I've seen are like bawling over this movie, like in a good really? way. Yeah. That's good. Like if you go on R slash movies, mm-hmm. um, the review thread for this r/movies, movie. R slash <laughs> uh, movies not... plugging in my boy Reddit. <laughs> I but, can't uh, stand that subreddit, yeah.
1: honestly. True film is True better. Film is where
0: it's at though. Yeah. That's true. But like when I, if I want movie news, I'm gonna go here. Like it has a ninety-seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes right now. Damn. So I that, think the hype can get real.
2: But is but is uh, is Rotten Tomatoes really something that you can?
1: It's accurate. You just have to know how to read it. Okay. Yeah. So ninety-seven percent means that ninety-seven percent of the critics would recommend them liked movie. it. Yes. Okay. That doesn't mean it's every single movie. one loved it. Every single one thought it was a ten out of ten. It just means all of them liked it at oh. the very least. Okay. If
0: you wanna like go into it, it's got an eighty-five on Metacritic. Wow. So that's actually pretty high yeah Compared metacritic like, is
1: an averaging score
0: yeah because like usually most movies are on like 60 if they're decent right yeah. yeah but anyways back to the original question do you guys <laughs> think it'll get any oscars i i think it could get i mean
1: i think it could get cinematography,
0: cinematography. yeah i love that deacons maybe visual effects like oh, oh yeah, yeah, i yeah. think so VFX. yeah absolutely yeah.
3: if star wars doesn't get it
0: I mean, they can both get nominated, right, but right. Who's going to win is another? Yeah. That's <laughs> another topic altogether. I think <laughs>
1: I, it could get um best picture nominated because like they've been leaning towards that mm-hmm. recently, like with you Mad Max.
0: So? Oh, The Martian. The Mar Oh my gosh, uh, The Martian. Do you actually did you like that? Movie? I liked it, but best picture. I didn't picture. think it was that I, I didn't, think it was best picture. It was really. okay.
3: Yeah, it was it was I mean,
0: I don't think Matt Damon's that good of an actor anymore.
3: Oh yeah, definitely not. Yeah, you guys, like,
0: did you guys, you guys, guys remember generic. that trailer for Suburbicon? That makes me so sad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Coen's are my favorite.
2: So so I'm not in the movie world as much. I mean, I, I don't watch a lot of movies as much as you guys, but why why is it so important that a lot of people are predicting the Oscars and what, why is like getting an Oscar such an important value? to it's, being a mar- filmmaker in.
1: It's not the most important thing. It's um, I, I've always seen the Oscars as a way to promote movies to other people. Yeah. So like Moonlight, for example, the winner last year, would n- not have been seen by most people if it didn't get, if it didn't won.
0: I think the or Oscars win. are also reflective of like the time period yes, that we're it, in. Yeah, yes. I was about to say that. Yeah, like like even though um, like m- the fact that Moonlight won last year was made it the first uh, LGBT movie to win Best Picture, true. And like the last movie that was like even in the running was Brokeback Mountain, and mm. there was so much outrage over the fact that it didn't win that year. <laughs> what was it up against? It was against Crash, which won. Uh,
1: okay,
3: exactly.
0: <laughs> Vomit. So the like, I mean, it is yeah. Oscars reflect the time period, and I if if Blade Runner twenty forty nine could get an Oscar nom for Best Picture.
1: It would be pretty. It it would have to be amazing because no sci-fi has ever won. Yeah. Oh really? No.
3: Yep. Not not a single one. Never won. Not even 2001: A Space Odyssey, which lost to like an Oliver
0: Twist. I thought 2001 (laughs) wasn't like liked when it was released, like Blade Runner. It it was.
1: I don't think it was. Yeah. I'm not sure. The only thing I know about 2001 when it was released was the story of this guy who was in the theater on the premiere night, and the scene where the um. Monolith is standing over the over the bed. Um, the guy stands up in his seat, points at the screen, yells, "It's God!" And then he <laughs> runs out of the theater. What?
3: <laughs> That's amazing. I've never heard that interpretation before.
2: Okay, I'm gonna wow. myself together. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: So, yeah.
0: Speaking of Oscars, have you guys have you guys kept up with any Oscar news lately?
1: Yeah, I heard um, three bill three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, by I forget the director's name, but True. he made In Bruges, which is incredible. Mm. I hear that's incredible that movie. So I'm I'm really excited for it. Oh. At this point, I think
3: it's a bit too early to tell. It's usually like in the next two months that yeah. stuff comes directors,
0: out. Directors Martin McDonough. yeah yeah that's his name oh uh, whatever anyways yeah that's true we can save that for another time (laughs) (laughs) anyway um let's see what else is in the movie world dc oh man continuity is (laughs) irrelevant
3: so for those who don't know uh warner brothers recently announced something that they've been hinting at for about a month or two you see like a month ago they announced that Uh, They announced some new films. They announced that there would be uh, a Joker and Harley Quinn movie, but they also announced a separate standalone Joker movie that would also be produced by Martin Scorsese. And this is significant because it would take place outside of the DC Cinematic Universe canon. So they announced just a couple of days ago that they're not going to care so much about uh, connecting all the films together in a grand story arc. Like, there will still be overlap and team-up films but they're just going to focus more on individual movies. So I think that could be really interesting.
0: What do you guys think about that? I think that could be cool, actually. Like, the fact that Marvel has to work so hard to make sure everything fits together while DC has the freedom to make whatever movie they want and doesn't have to, like, be constrained by this cinematic universe kind of thing. Um,
1: yeah, one of the common complaints I saw about Batman versus Superman was, like, them trying to pack in so many heroes yeah, to the same movie, like, and it was just the first one of the DCU.
3: I mean, I know the DC TV shows are in their own separate universe. So already. are the Marvel
0: TV shows, honestly. like oh, The really? movies don't reference the TV shows at all. Oh, The TV
1: shows reference the movies,
3: though.
0: Yeah, that's the thing.
1: I know
3: that there's a clause for the, uh, the Marvel TV shows where the Defenders sign something where if they requested to show up in an MCU movie, they have to.
0: Oh really? I yeah,
4: you know, I would love to. That would see. be Daredevil awesome. Oh is
0: my amazing. god, seeing Jessica Jones and Char- or <laughs> Matt Murdock in a movie—that <sighs> would be incredible. <laughs> oh my god.
1: I, I honestly think Daredevil as a show is better than most of the MCU. Really? I mean, like, I think most of anything.
0: the MCU is pretty, bad. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: I I enjoy some of. It. I mean,
0: I enjoy them, but I'm I, not, like,
1: they're like fun, it, mindless films. It's been a while since I loved
3: one.
0: I think the last one I loved was
3: Iron Man for me. <laughs>
0: really, that far back? <laughs> yeah, I can go back to like not Civil War, like Winter Soldier maybe, or the original mm-hmm. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, those two I are the, probably I two are loved the best.
1: The Guardians. I I think the Iron Man trilogy and the Guardians are like the ones mm-hmm. I enjoy a
0: lot. I agree. I didn't like the second Guardians though.
1: <laughs>
2: Lame. It was just
0: it was so it was just a rehash of everything. It was. It yeah, but it,
1: was, I, it, was, it was it like did everything bigger. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really like it either because it, it's like it, it feels like I already know the plot before it it already happened. <laughs> and it's kind of it's like, "Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was kind of flat, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's
1: not really interesting.
2: You know, okay. So,
1: but, but like seeing blue guy with the arrow, like piercing. Oh yeah, Yondu. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yondu. I love that. <laughs>
0: so, in other news, apparently, it has topped five hundred million dollars worldwide,
3: Dang. making it the highest grossing horror film in history. And that's sad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I well, am so sad. <laughs> I
3: saw a thing where they adjusted the Exorcist. They they adjusted that film's gross uh to like uh
0: 1.8 billion really yeah that's what it would have been if they adjusted the inflation for how much it made back then
3: wow that's really? crazy well, oh. i thought it was like 900 oh
0: really i i've read 1.8
3: maybe was just reading domestic i don't remember that's but yeah easy i mean i i didn't really like it personally
0: i thought it was funny I like the characters like um that's this
1: this the like the kids if, if it made that much money those kids who are like 10 years younger than us are millionaires <laughs> not just
0: millionaires. <laughs> they're like 20 30 40 million dollaraires like, <laughs> what, what are we doing with our lives yeah <laughs> oh man I just I don't I don't know how I feel about the fact that this movie made so much money like I think it's a nice group movie.
3: I really don't think it deserved it.
0: But I don't think it deserved it either, yeah. I don't think
3: it's a very good movie. I mean, I think...
0: Very, er, yeah.
3: Like, there was some comedy in it, but I thought the comedy was really annoying, and it really clashed a lot with the horror. Like, I couldn't tell if I was supposed to be, like, scared for these kids, or, like, laughing at them. Like, I don't...
1: Like, I don't even think the movie was scary in the first place. Yeah. Like, the scariest parts were when pennywise was talking yeah which or, like, like, was georgie two scenes. in the beginning like just not just in that general. Scene, in general yeah because like after the georgie scene there was only a couple yeah and like the rest were just jump scares
0: yep how do you think like the fact that it is making so much money reflects like the, mo- the movie audience now
1: um okay else Al- stephen king People are obsessed with Stephen yeah. King. Yes, there's so many oh Stephen King movies Oh my gosh, that Netflix shows.
0: series that's coming out. That's
1: going to be so stupid. Do you know what that's about?
0: 1922? Or
1: is oh, that... wait, no, no. I no. thought you were talking about Salem's Lot.
0: I don't know what Salem's Lot is no, about. Oh, it's
1: another show based off a Stephen oh. King book coming out. I <laughs> but mean... It's going to be really dumb. I mean,
3: I didn't like this movie because I felt like it sort of imitated what Stranger Things did. Like, oh... 80s callback like kids on an adventure a la the goonies and stand by me
1: yeah like this one banks too much on horror, nostalgia horror or i was gonna say like it banks too much on the horror aspect like it's advertised as a horror stranger things isn't really or at least i didn't think so
3: i mean i didn't think it was much of a horror movie myself i mean i, I felt like
1: more like a kid adventure movie i agree because was so light-hearted but i i didn't think it was advertised like that
2: actually if it wasn't advertised as a horror movie i probably would have watched it Uh, oh really (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) the fact that it's gotten so much rep though i think it's important because not only is it a horror like the highest grossing horror movie if you don't count the exorcist Mm -hmm. it's also made so much money as an r-rated movie too Oh, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, Yeah. like, you know how, like, movies are always made with a PG-13 rating in mind because they want to get as much money as they can, but, like, R-rated movies are becoming profitable again.
3: Yeah, Deadpool totally knocked that expectation out of the park. Oh, R-rated movies can't make money. Deadpool and
1: maybe Mad Max.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Logan? Logan,
2: yeah. yeah. Logan (laughs) was... yeah. I loved Logan. I liked dude. Logan a lot. I didn't like Logan. Oh. <laughs> Lame. Oh, my God.
3: Didn't you think it was too slow? Yes. It Are was you too serious? S-
0: <laughs> it, it, was, it was too slow. Dude, I felt like there was like an action sequence every like Five 15 minutes, minutes yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah. But he
2: sleeps every f- 15 minutes as well. Well,
0: <laughs> <So> yeah, <laughs> when you're like 50 years old and you've seen everybody die like 20 times and then <laughs> you have to take care of a rotten kid he's, who can only speak Spanish.
1: He, he's lived like... F- <laughs> Four lifetimes. Yeah. Four. Geez, Actually, man. probably
3: more. He fought in the Revolutionary War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I think.
0: Wait, or maybe, Revolutionary War? No, Not I think War it started with the Civil War. It
3: started with the Civil War. It was a Civil War. A Civil War. Oh, and then I didn't World Watch. War one and World War
1: two That was the best part of X Men Origins. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that, that, there's like an opening montage in X Men Origins where we see him fighting in different wars, and then from there, it's just all downhill. <laughs>
0: You know Hugh Jackman's gonna be in another movie this year. It's called The Great Showman. It's coming out. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. twenty fifth. I really want to watch that. it. That looks like another like musical that could be good. Is it a musical? It's a musical, and Hugh Jackman has been known to sing. Like he's done theater, like musical you theater. Le- Les, Mi-
3: Les Mis. Oh tri- <laughs> <laughs>
0: like,
1: Oh yeah, you need proof that he can sing. Just watch Les Mis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not for Russell Crowe though. But anyway.
1: <laughs> Dang. Poor
3: Have you guys seen Rus- the trailer? Poor Russell Crowe.
0: Poor Russell Crowe.
3: Yeah. I don't think I've seen a trailer.
0: Have you guys seen the trailer for Mortar on the Orient Express, the yeah. new one? Yes. Do you guys want to watch that?
1: I mean, I, mean, I'd I'd be I down. will when I get my movie Very oh, true.
0: Speaking <laughs> of movie pass, if you want to watch all the movies that you want for $10 a month, get a movie pass. They come really slowly. <laughs> but once you do, it's. You find
1: something. <laughs> The person who started it, because at first I was like, I thought it was like a scam. Oh, I no, it just it's like existed too. for
3: many years. It's just, yeah, yeah. It only recently got down to 10 bucks.
1: Yeah, the person who started it co founded Netflix. Are you serious? Really? Yeah. yeah. So that was when I was like, okay, this is legit. I mean, I think it's a great idea. I do too. So, but so like, it, at first I didn't think it made sense to have it like $10. Like below I mean, a be normal 50. ticket
3: price. It's because they're gonna sell stats yeah. for like what people want to see in movies.
1: Sell stats. I think it would, I read somewhere that they think they would want to do like open their own theaters eventually, mm. where you don't buy tickets, you just
2: give them the pass. That's interesting.
0: Oh, that's weird. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so when Dom got the uh ticket, I mean the the movie pass uh card at first uh it was plenty. I I actually wanted to test it out myself as well but when i fill all the like the credit card the name formation it did not work so i was a little suspicious about the website um like some other people <laughs> had had the same problem as well but if dom uh Use it a couple times, and I see. Oh, yeah, it, it seems to be reasonable. I probably get it as well.
3: Yeah, I, I still haven't used mine yet, but I know I know Joseph. Didn't you have trouble signing up for it?
1: Uh, y- yes, but then like I read a tweet and it just said the website was down.
3: Oh, okay. I know there's limited
0: space. I don't know if they changed it. That's weird, cause it worked for me like the first time I went through. Yeah, it. I
1: think they're <laughs> trying to make it open to as many people as possible mm. now. Awesome.
0: Do you think that like if more people were to get movie passes, it would change? Do you think it would have any effect on the movie? Like, obviously, if they're selling stats, they're going to be more akin to what viewers want or like what moviegoers I, want to see. Right. But, like,
1: I think it could drastically change the movie going. Yeah. Because Netflix did.
0: That's true. And I'm so sad that, like, Netflix still hasn't gotten, like, any Oscar impact. Like, obviously, not everything is about the Oscars, but the fact that, like, <laughs> like Manchester by the Sea.
1: That was Amazon,
3: wasn't it? Yeah,
0: but like all the, like these other streaming websites are making Oscar nominated films. I think, I
1: think Manchester was just the first one, though.
3: Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, oh, well.
3: Well, I mean, they made House of Cards on Netflix, and that's gotten several Emmys. Yeah, that's I'm, true. I'm sure some of the other crowd, shows have too. But, um. Oh, wasn't uh Handmaid's Tale?
0: Handmaid's Tale was by Hulu. Oh. But, I mean, still a streaming website.
3: Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for. Seeing good movies released through streaming sites.
0: So Dom, I heard that you know some movie releases that are coming around Gainesville.
3: (laughs) You know it. So the Hippodrome is showing uh, Mishima, A Life in Four Chapters. The last showings are uh, October 4th and October 5th. And then they've been running Grave of the Fireflies all weekend, and that's ending on October 4th. And I know they're also doing Suspiria on the 13th. And then I know Fathom Events is running several old movies, not all horror-related this month. They're, They're running Princess Bride on the 15th and 18th. Uh, The Rift Tracks version of Night of the Living Dead on the 25th. And they're doing Spirited Away on the 29th, 30th, and November 1st. I can't wait for that. I cannot wait. One of my favorites. I've
0: never seen Spirited Away. They're also premiering... I love it!
3: (laughs) (laughs) They're premiering the director's cut of Little Shop of Horrors on the 29th and 31st as well. So that's all the showings I I know about that are this month.
0: Even more reason to buy a movie pass. (laughs) For real, though. I'm
3: going to see them all. Me too. I cannot wait.
0: (laughs) Blade Runner 2049 coming out this Friday.
3: What are your predictions for what will happen in Blade Runner 2049? What will happen? Sure.
0: I mean, I just want the movie to like stick with me as much as Blade Runner has. Like Mm. I have not been able to stop thinking about Blade Runner the whole day. (laughs) Really? Yeah.
2: (laughs) What? was Blade Runner very really popular when it came out?
0: I don't it was think hated. so. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah oh, okay, so every, it, same it became, as me. <laughs> yeah, it became a cult cult thing. Yeah. Cult classic. classic. Why is it
2: called a cult classic?
0: Because only a small group of people like. Yeah. It. But like
1: uh, like when they like it, they really like it. Oh yeah, they're all about it. Like devout. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you, Joseph? What do you think?
1: What's gonna happen in the next one? Can you guess uh, um, any plot twists or? Uh, Harrison Ford might die.
0: Harrison Ford's gonna die. gonna die. He's gonna, gonna die. He's gonna die. He I feel he like he die. wants to get every movie that he's done before reboot them and get killed in them. <laughs> I don't know he if he wants spoilers in for Star Wars Seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's
2: been two years. <laughs> yeah, it's not a spoiler anymore.
1: But yeah, other than that major plot point, I don't really know what to expect from it as far as plot goes. I mean, but as far as like other aspects go, I think it's going to be incredibly astonishing on the visual aspect. Right and. I just hope it will explore the philosophical yeah. implications of the it's story like, yes. more.
0: I mean the the whole sci-fi genre is about exploring humanity and
1: Yeah, it's not like Star Wars is a fantasy, not a sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: true. I I love the the questions that yeah. sci-fi poses upon us cuz it re- like sci-fi feels like one of the more thought-provoking Definitely. genres. It is.
1: I've read a lot like, like i feel like in the literature world the sci-fi is more prevalent especially older mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah i can't really name anything off the top of my head right now because it's been a long time since <laughs> i've read books
3: there have been a lot of good sci-fi movies recently i mean ex machina her arrival her, her. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's christian's
1: favorite
0: well
3: it's a good movie it's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah Blade Runner is coming Blade Runner 2049 is coming out this Friday. Come join us next week as we give our reactions to the movie and we're going to continue looking on towards the rest of October, November and 2017. Join us next week. The Kinetic Picture is signing off. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, peace out,
3: peace. Bros.